Welcome to the Five Week Linguist Show. If you want to learn a language or you teach a language, you've come to the right place. Join Janina each week for tips, resources, and advice for making engaging language learning happen anytime, anywhere. Welcome to the Five Week Linguist Show. This week we're going to talk about assessments and I'm going to give you just five quick assessments that you can do in your language classes. And as a independent learner, these are great that, you know, you, you're going to measure your own progress here. So the key when you're thinking about assessment is really, can I do it, right? I mean, I think we're so lucky as, as linguists and as language learners and as teachers that the assessment is always built in, right, in a language. Can I do it, right? Is there something I can do? Do I know how to do it? If I don't, I can go and learn. So it's really quick right? It's really just built in there. But for some easy ways to be able to assess yourself, I just want to talk a little bit about your, where you are, right? And I'm going to put the path to fluency there for you. You can kind of see where you are. That's my graphic that I made from notes from a certification I did some years ago on reading language proficiency. And in schools, of course, we work mostly in the novice level, right? And some in the intermediate level, novice and intermediate. We don't do a whole lot in the advanced. We, we do, but a lot of our courses just aren't geared to really reach that level. So words and phrases in that novice or A level, sentences in that B level, and paragraphs in that, in that C or that advanced level. So some really quick assessments that you can do. So I love doing writing assessments and I, I, I like them because they can be really quick. They don't have to be long. Um, it might be, tell me what you can about your family in the next five minutes and they can write it down. They're not speaking in front of people. You can use this as an independent learner Get a notebook, start a fluency journal, and give yourself a few minutes a day to write and watch your watch your fluency explode. If you don't know anything, the first step to writing is copying. You can copy dialogues, vocabulary, and then once that it starts to stick, start writing about things. And I like doing these with students as well. Um, you can even write on a little little card that can be their exit ticket to leave. Um, but if you are, and, and I can keep track of their fluency, but if you're an independent learner, you can do this for yourself. Another way is recording. I love, I love, 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 love showing progress. And recording is embarrassing and humiliating and awful at first. And it's one of those things that you record yourself and then, a month later, two months later, three months later, you think, wow, I've really made a lot of progress. And I record myself very regularly speaking 
um, it helps me identify my gaps and it helps me document my progress. The things I talk about are really, they're not even to be addressed. They're not particularly important. They're just ways I'm learning how to communicate. And I love doing this just like you do with the journals, right? Talk. If you can't say anything, maybe you want to read some dialogues or read lists of words. And then as you're building your fluency, you can start using the recording without aids, right? And start using that to start documenting your progress. And this works with groups as well. Recording yourself in an iTalki lesson, for example, if you're if you're an independent learner, that's a fantastic way to learn and to, to go back and, and, and listen to what you were doing. Or recording groups of students, right? If 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 you're allowed to do that, it's a great way. They can record their dialogues, they can prepare little conversations and have them. It's a really powerful way to assess learning. Textbook tests. If you're an independent learner, I would highly recommend going on Amazon and looking for used language textbooks. They're super cheap. You'll probably pay more for shipping, and a lot of them have a lot of quizzes already built in. And you won't have the answer keys, but a lot of them will be pretty... You may even be able to order the assessment kits. A lot of them are ones that are out of print. They're not using anymore and they're just, they're used. People want to get rid of them. And it's a great little resource of, you know, how you're doing in, in a language. Um, and while you don't have the keys, it's a great way to To, to learn, right? Use the, op treat it like an open book test and do the same with students, you know, group tests. They'll talk a lot about what's going on, what's in the book, what's the right answer, what's the wrong answer. And they'll kind of feel like they're doing something, but really they're just doing a lot of learning. So while you're calling it, you know, group test or team test or open book test or whatever it is you want to call it, there's actually just a lot of learning happening there. So it's sort of a, a tricky little way to get a lot of learning done with, with a quote-unquote assessment. Um, I would also look, for independent learners, look at language school assessments. So a lot of language schools abroad that you're probably going to want to acquaint yourself with if you haven't already, do their own language assessments. And they'll do a speaking assessment with you there or on Skype or something. But there's also, they have entrance exams, go ahead and take them. And a lot of times they'll give you the answers to them after and they'll kind of give you an estimated level because the, the tests are built on grammars that we master at different levels. And so it can be just a fun, invaluable place to kind of see where your level is. So some of the more formal assessments, the OPI, which is the ACTful OPI, which is done through Language Testing International, can give you some really, um, really specific goals as well, or not goals, I'm sorry, really specific feedback on where you are with your goals. And there are a lot of diploma courses that, or, or, or tests that can be taken 
to get diplomas in you know French or Spanish, for example. Um, I love all of that. I love all those official language things, but that's really a kind of an end point, not necessarily, or something that you might need for an official, for a job qualification. I know that oftentimes they expect you in Spain to have, you know, a, a diploma, um, language diploma showing your language proficiency. And a lot of jobs with the U.S. government, for example, would require an official rating with the actual OPI. So, so, and they're expensive and they're, they're not always easy to prepare for. So, um, but these are some really informal ways that we talked about assessment language teachers. I'm going to add some short little videos for you on some CI vocab quizzes where you teach a set of words and the students are quizzed on them throughout as you're teaching them. And they, they start with comprehension, reading and then end with writing so they really follow that natural order and I, I I show you in the tutorials how to do it I wouldn't recommend doing this um on your own but um so that's not really for independent language learners it's really just a quick assessment for language teachers I offer a course on measuring your language your progress and fluency in any language and I'm going to put a link there below if you want to if you want to check it out for even more ways to assess your your proficiency and your progress so you can reach your goals in a language. I hope you found this episode helpful. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the 5-Week Linguist Show with Janina Klimas. Join us each week here and visit us at reallifelanguage.com slash Real Life Language Blog for more resources for learning and teaching languages.